Ah, here we go again. Another compliance training. Welcome, and thank you for joining me today to talk about <sighs> fiscal He's compliance so in the new year. Hey, welcome back to DIY Narrator, the podcast that helps you improve the engagement of your e-learning through more effective narrations when you can't hire a professional narrator and have to DIY it. My name is Josh Risser, and I'm one of those narrator folks that you can't always hire. I'm a former trainer from the corporate world who has become a professional voice talent. This week, I want to talk to you about the number one problem that I've heard from people in the community, as well as like the number one issue that people complain about when they're first starting in their voiceover career. And it's honestly a big one. It's one of the few problems that can add so much frustration and hours to your editing time and then really turn off your learners. It's mouth noise. And it's one of those things you can't stop listening to once you actually hear it in a recording. I had a podcast on the other day when I was walking the dog and I actually had to stop an episode because all I could hear was click, 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 smack, smack, smack when the person was talking. And it was just driving me nuts. And I don't even want to imagine how I would have made it through a mandated training with that kind of clicking happening in my ears. These tips are things that I've tried with varying degrees of success, but they're the ones that you keep hearing, and there's probably a few that you haven't heard. A couple might sound like it, but they are not in any way medical advice. And honestly, this is a weird episode. I'm going to talk about saliva and salivary glands a lot, so if that grosses you out, I get it, and I'm sorry. So let's get into it. The tips. Number one, hydrate. It makes sense that if your mouth is dry, your tongue, cheeks, and lips will just kind of stick to each other rather than sliding by each other. And the best way to combat mouth noise is by staying hydrated. But hydration is a long game. Drinking water while you record is not staying hydrated. And if you know you're going to be recording, make sure you start drinking water earlier in the day. Get a glass of water right when you wake up. You should do that anyway, and make sure you have some more about an hour or so before you start recording. This is kind of gross, but saliva is where it's at when it comes to keeping the clicks away. Water is actually a terrible lubricant for the different parts of your mouth. So if you dry out while narrating, take small sips and stay away from big drinks. It'll wash away all that good saliva you got in there. Also with water, I've found that drinking room temperature water while you record is better than cold water. I also like a little bit of pure lemon juice in my water. The pucker factor of the lemon juice kind of helps get your salivary juices going. And sorry, that's gross again. I can't really help it. So that's something there. I also also like a little pinch of salt, which is weird. I know, but I take a little pinch of kosher salt, drop it in my water bottle with a splash of lemon juice, shake it up, and then I, uh, that's at night. And then it's warm in the morning and I have a big bottle of warm lemon salty water in my booth in the morning. It's weird. I'm sorry. That's really strange, but it works. It seems to work really well for me. All right. (laughs) On to the second tip. Number two, this is one that you'll hear in the industry all the time, green apple. And it's a really old industry trick. If you go into studios in LA, you'll see a bunch of green apples on the table and they say, have a bite of green apple. It'll make the clicks go away. And Honestly, it didn't work for me. Uh, People in the voiceover industry swear by it. I'm just going to say placebo effect and leave it at that. 
But I did hear something from someone one time that helped me when I was starting out and struggling with mouth noise. They said it was the pectin in the skin of the apple that's what helped with mouth noise. Orange, apricot, grapefruit, they all have high levels of pectin, so if you can try those, if you don't like apples, it's worth a shot. But what I did take from that in my experiments, and what did seem to work for me, was actually a pectin-based cough drop. So if you take and check out the active ingredients on the back of your pack of cough drops, if you don't see pectin on there, move on. And if you do see menthol on there, definitely move on, because it's not good for your voice at all. In the U.S., you can pick up Hall's Fruit Breezers, and they're quite tasty, and they're menthol-free, and they did seem to help me a little bit. So if you suck on one of those before you record, or if in the middle of a recording session you start getting clicky, you can pop one in real quick, take a break. But honestly, maybe it wasn't the pectin, maybe it was the act of getting the salivary glands going again. and uh, so Or it was the Hall's, so Hall's Fruit Breezers. This episode brought to you by Hall's. Just kidding. But Hall's, if you're listening... I'd love an audition. Moving on. Number three, gum. Now, this is one tip that actually works the best for me and the one I continue to go back to. I keep a pack of gum in my desk, and if I'm getting clicky, I chew half a stick for a few minutes and then get rid of it, and it seems to really help. But again, I think it goes back to the salivary glands and saliva production and all that, so it's less to do maybe with the gum and more to do with the biology of the mouth. And like lemon water, I think mint flavors seem to kind of kick things into gear. If you're wondering, I like five gum, the cobalt flavor, which is peppermint. This episode brought to you by five gum. No, I can't use that joke again. All right, so that was three tips. And they're the ones that I think are most effective and the ones I could talk about the most. But I've got some bonus tips for you that didn't really have enough info for their own section. But one thing that I've tried in the past is a dry mouth spray. If your hydration is on point and you still get some clicks in your mouth, maybe you've got a dry mouth problem. Um, Biotin and their competitors make dry mouth spray. I'm not going to use the joke again. And it's not too expensive and it's pretty tasty too. So maybe a spritz or two might get things straightened out. One big thing I think is to relax. Try to be aware if you're holding tension in your jaw or tongue. And if you're not moving things around when you don't need to be, Because tension does some weird things to your body, and my guess is that if you're overly tense, you might end up banging your tongue around and your mouth in odd ways and causing some weird clicks. Another thing is practice, and it's ever-present. Honestly, I've noticed that my mouth click problem pretty much has gone away over the years, and they still show up time to time, but they aren't as prevalent as they used to be, and it might just be because I'm more relaxed on the mic and more comfortable doing the work, and it might be because I drink a lot more water and that just solved it. I don't know. Alright, next is software. I hesitate to suggest digital solutions to analog problems, but there are some great D-Click software solutions out there. They aren't really cheap. I have and use uh, Isotope's Mouth Denoise, which is part of their RX package, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Um, Around Black Friday, uh, that'll be the last Friday in November for you folks outside of the U.S., they run a screaming deal on their RX Elements package. It's like 39 bucks. It doesn't include mouth denoise, but it does have a declicker in there that actually works fairly well. Not quite as well because it's not tuned for mouth noise. Then, background music. You can hide your clicks in some background music. If you happen to have a music bed that you're going to add, it's not that common in e-learning, but if there happens to be one, that'll make most of the clicks disappear. And in fact, if you listen to my commercial demo, 
It's a pretty good example of that. I recorded that back in the height of my mouth click problem. The raw recordings, which I still have, are really clicky. And you can't really hear them on the finished product, but of course I can with my headphones and the fact that I'm hypercritical about my own work, but enough about my own insecurities. Another thing you can take comfort in knowing is that the minor clicks that happen in the middle of words are some of the first things to go when your listeners are using speakers or lower quality headphones. The higher quality the headphone, the more likely they are to hear the clicks. So that's nice to know. So that's all the tips that popped into my head as I was writing these down. But I'd love to hear if you have your own solution to mouth clicks or if there's anything you tried that I left out. If you have questions also about anything e-learning narration related, feel free to send over an email to host at DIYNarrator.com. And thanks again for taking the time to join me for episode four of the DIY Narrator podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. I'm over on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or you can head to DIYNarrator.com slash subscribe to get the link for your podcatcher of choice. And as always, the price of admission is just a share. So if you feel like you got a little value out of the episode, make sure you tell a friend or a coworker. Show notes are over at DIYNarrator.com slash 004. And there's one last thing. I did have a question about my availability for an e-learning project. And I don't want this show to be about me as a narrator, but if you do have a project you'd like an audition for, just send over an email to host at DIYNarrator.com. I'll happily shoot an audition back. Thanks so much for your time today, going on this journey with me. I hope you find something of value in each episode. Get out there and do great work.